everybody, and welcome back to the film re-roll Halloween three parts. I don't remember a bunch. 497! Spooky! We are back with more spooky, spooky action around the table with me today, Scott Hello, hello all. Please introduce all of your many characters. Uh, there is, of course, uh, <laughs> what is left of Sasha Varovskaya's face. Not is, doing so great. Uh, I've been picking little pieces of buckshot out of my face since we last uh, had the... It's not going well. It's not going well. Um, and then, of course, there is uh, Dr. Sam Loomis. I'm back, Ooh. bitches. Back. I'm not flesh yet. I'm going to be flesh. I'm going to be flesh. You watch me roll. I'm going to be flesh. I'm going to follow Laurie and our demon lord, and I will be made flesh again. That Pinocchio repo got real weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> and apparently I'm also playing Adam Condon, uh, who is the orderly that is helping out the crew. We'll just see what kind of voice pops out of me when we decide to do Adam Condon. I'll, I'll let the, the fates work upon me. And I think uh, that covers uh, my gamut because we don't know how Sean Grainer's doing, but my guess would be not well. Not <laughs> well. Andy Hoover. Hi. Yes, I am Andy Hoover. I am playing uh, Danny Hodges, one of my favorite characters I've ever played. Uh Cody Peden, one of my other favorite characters I've ever played, <laughs> although of more recent acquaintance. And uh, I'd say I'm technically playing Joshua Orsino. The Scott Aylo uh, joint. As, as far as we... Well, yeah. No, I mean, there's nothing against Josh or Scott's performance of Josh. I just think right now, based on the events of the last episode, he's kind of on injured reserve. And uh, we will see if we can maybe trade up <laughs> if we need a third character for... Uh, no, but I'm also Joshua Orsino. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. yeah. And Josh Vemmer. <laughs> hello, hello. I I am playing Lori Strode, Stroden and Loden. I am playing Dark Horse, Ariana Valverde. And I am also playing Clara Bridge, who is not actually a bridge. Mm. Mm. So when we last left our heroes, we're jumping right in to where we cliffhangered it last time, which was after having done a thorough search of the third floor, not being able to find her little brother, Clara succeeded a difficult perception role to notice her brother crawling out of a vent along the ceiling creepily. Clara, you see his little arms reach out like weird spider spindly things. He's a skinny little kid. Normally not a scary thing, a skinny little kid, but when you see him crawling out of a vent semi in darkness with that orange pumpkin mask over his head. Nope. It nope. is, in fact, give me a fright check and I'll, yep. I'll say, uh, Adam, uh, well, no, not yet because Adam hasn't noticed the little child. Yeah, I gotta so. do a perception. Uh, yeah, you can give me a perception. I think minus two is what I gave uh, Clara, so you'll have the same penalty. Okay. Oh boy, oh boy, hold on. That's that's probably a failure. Uh, I got it on the dot. Oh my God, to the nubbin. Great. So uh, you're fine, Jaws. Scott, you just won yourself the prize of a fright check. Congratulations. There's no tax value. And you are at a minus two because you do not know what that is. Oh, you dude. did not expect that. <laughs> oh, like a champ this guy is. I like him so far. Uh, I made it by one. I just look at him. I'm looking there. I go, I go, Clara, did you just see what I just saw? Cody? Cody? Yeah. Oh, Clara's asking uh, for me. I hustle back. found my brother. Hello. Where is he? Uh, look up. Okay. I look up. <laughs> that was not human. Uh, that was not human. Your it's still brother... there. 
It's still there. You can open your eyes. I mean, it's still it, there. He's, he's still crawling there. out. Do he I, fully has emerged now from the vent that he was crawling out, and he's on the ceiling now, and he's crawling over you guys. It's about uh, a you know, it's about a, a eleven foot, twelve foot ceiling here. So it's you can't. It's it's a higher ceiling. You can't quite reach him without. Uh, I don't know, a broom or something. And I'm Connell, glad no higher power is making me the, take a fright check. <laughs> and Cochran, the old man who is still lying in a laundry hamper, his eyes go wide and he starts panicking. He says, Connell, what did you do? Connell, Connell, what did you do? Okay. The child jumps down off the ceiling and onto you, Adam. Oh, great. <laughs> One solid <laughs> leap. He goes to, to latch onto you. He goes to grasp you and he succeeds. So uh, give me a dodge or a parry or some kind of a I defensive skill. very much like to dodge. God, puberty okay, is rough, but this is awful. Wow, this guy is a rock star. That is a success. Dodge that nice. shit. Yeah, so he leaps down right at Adam Condon, who just nimbly sidesteps out of the way, and the child tumbles forward, does a little roll on the carpet, and lands crouched like a small animal. Well, there he is. We found him. <laughs> All right. So Jaws... Your first on turn order. I'm gonna. Oh God, I don't have grappling, brawling, anything. You know what? I'm just gonna try and grab him. Oh, this is gonna end terribly. Oh, oh my God, to the nubbin. Okay, uh, he gets Holy a dodge, shit. and he does not dodge. He rolls yes! terribly. So you you grab onto the little boy. You just got him. dive forward onto him. And Which as I like do it, cat. I yell, "What did you do to my brother?" Ooh, the child. Why are you smiling? Um, Why are you smiling like that? No! So where your chest touches him as you dive onto him, there's a flash and smoking burning from, from under you. What? Do you want to try and hold on? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, but, whoa, hey, uh, hang on. Give me, give me a will roll to hold on oh, when there's this God. sudden flash of heat and light, and the yep. child immediately screams. Okay, okay. Oh, fuck yes, I do. I got that by one. Okay, you're grabbing hold, but there's there's a heat building up, and the child is screaming and squirming. Turn order is to you, Cody Peden. Yeah, um, I'd like to do a thing that I don't think Clara knows or the audience that I can do, and it's called hypnotism. <laughs> so I have a skill of hypnotism at 10, and I would like to engage the child. Oh, my God. So um, I don't know if he needs a focal point, but I'm going to go ahead and just do a raw thing to see if this is even possible. Can it be canon that when Cody uses his hypnotism, his voice drops this many octaves? Yeah, yeah. That is certainly my intention. This is the only time I can use this voice. So I I will allow it. However, this is a... um, Hypnotism's time taken is much higher than what you have right now. You've got the child screaming and squirming. So I am going to make you... Either roll it on a, we'll say, a minus two just for the chaotic nature and the distractions to basically be doing this throughout the encounter, or at a minus five to try and do it very quickly with all this chaos, and then I'll give it to you in just like a couple turns that, you know, it may take effect. I'm going to do the minus two and try and just like do it, and I can explain myself to Clara later. Like, this is a weird enough situation, and Adam, I notice, is, you know, significantly older than me and better at his job, probably. Uh, So, you know, like, whatever. I've been in more awkward situations before, but I'm going to try and hypnotize this kid. Like a little baby Loomis, not that I know that is. So I'm rolling that Nate. Come on, come on. This could this could be good for you. No. 
<laughs> no. Jaws, why do you always roll so good? Why do I you always know. roll so well? It's the only thing I'm lucky uh, at, like Scott no, said. No, I fail, I fail by a bunch. It's not a critical failure, but I fail we, by, uh, at, at the minus two, I fail by um, uh, five. Jesus. <laughs> Give me a, I failed hypnotism by five. I got to hear yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, what do you do at a fail by five? I just sort of like, I can see there's some weird contact between this kid and his sister, <laughs> but like, I'm pretty good at hypnotism. Like hypnotism 10 means that not only have I stopped, I'm like, I think from Cody's perspective, it's like, it's worth a shot. Like, what the fuck is going on? You just so say, he like, I'm getting very sleepy. Well, no, no, I think, no, 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 because it's not, it's not a, it's not like, I think that his thing is like, my view on it, maybe I'm just like too attached to Cody as a character, but I think there is a kind of a cool movie moment where it's like, oh, we didn't know he had it in him, but it just doesn't work at all. Like, his voice does drop, and suddenly he just like has a little like thing that he keeps up his sleeve that he flicks out, like has a little, you know, like uh, centering hypnotist you know, like thing. And he's sort of waving back and forth being like, all right, peace uh, now. Peace, peace, peace. Uh, Cla- Cla- <clears throat> Clara, Clara, I don't think, um, <laughs> does your brother, is he, is he not into like cool shit like hypnotism? <laughs> like uh, he's uh, not, his, his pupils aren't really focused at all. Also, your 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 blouse is smoking. <laughs> oh no, I fucked up again. And then I just sort of turn around and put my head in my hands and just I'm like, oh no, oh, my god, I'm just holding uh, him Adam, and screaming. It's your turn. Uh, all right, so I I am I am literally watching this smoking child be held by this woman, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm a doctor. Well, not exactly a doctor, but I do have I have physician here. I have physician. I have studying to be a doctor. Uh, I, I just saw a child drop out of the ceiling. I'm going to run over there and try to separate them and deliver first aid to this kid. I'm going to attempt to use my brawling, I guess, to separate the two of them. I want to get a better look at this kid. Six, seven, brawling by three. Yeah, I find, I find like, dice luck, and I know that this is entirely, like, in our heads and the way narrative wraps around these dice rolls, but I find dice luck always feels very character-driven to me. Like, mm-hmm. Jaws has definitely yeah. had very unlucky characters, and, like, Peter has had very lucky characters. And everyone yeah. goes through dry spells, but it, yeah. yeah, I mean, no, Adam... this guy seems like a very kind of put together dude who, who like is kind of Johnny on the spot. And uh, I have it's so funny. It's so stupid. But like I have <laughs> I love the movie uh, um, Underworld. And there's that. Uh, <laughs> I love guy... Underworld. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And the guy, the, the doctor who turns into a werewolf, who like it turns into the werewolf hybrid. Dr. Corvin, uh, uh, it's, it's, yep. that's who I picture playing this part. Like this, I know he's, I, this guy's, you did not give this guy handsome, but he's handsome and his mom thinks he's handsome is what I'm saying. His mom definitely <laughs> thinks he's handsome. Sure. So I, I run up there and I, I, I separate the two of them and I want to get a good look at this kid and I'm going to render it. Theoretically, Jaws, you can resist that if you want to try and resist his brawl. Yeah, I think normally I wouldn't, but I think that because like I'm, I'm just, this is like the last thing I can think of is to just hold him to try to break whatever this is, I think I just, I keep gripping. Like, and I'm in shock too, clearly, because I'm in pain and stuff. I think that like, sure. there's that mechanism, like when you, this is creepy, but when you get like injured or, or like, for instance, stabbed, your body closes around the object to protect the blood mm-hmm. loss. So I think the same thing happens here. I get shocked and I just close. I like slump around him and just hold. So sure. give me a quick contest of strength, the two of you. Uh, I made it to the, on the Oh dot. my God. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Six, seven. I just made it by two. <laughs> All right. I rolled a 10. So, <laughs> so, yeah, you're able to get in there and get a grip on both of them, uh, but uh, Clara's holding on too tight. You can't okay. separate her from the child. All right. I, I, I say, I say, I say, Clara, Clara, let him go. You have to let him go. I can help him. I can help him. Let him go. I'm trying uh, to talk to her. I want to try. Uh, actually, no, we're still in combat time, so I, I, I can't uh, take another Yeah, move, so but. now the squirming child gets a chance to try to escape. 
and he does, again, give me a uh, dex roll, Jaws, and succeed by more than one to hold on to him. Whoa. I succeeded by four. Okay. So you've got him held (laughs) tight, and now the child starts to weaken in your arms. Jaws, give me an IQ roll to figure out what this burning is. (laughs) Fire? Electricity? Energy? Potential energy converting? Feels like a Preparation H commercial right now. <laughs> Give me a roll. Oh my god! I just keep almost crit succeeding. Seven, I got a seven. Uh, that would be a success by success by plenty. It's the necklace that Cormac gave you oh, is burning the child, my... and where you touch his flesh god. to that symbol on your necklace, it burns. Oh my god! And if I was brought up Irish Catholic. I the probably see this. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm justifying something deep here. Okay. I think I see this as like a purifying... I think purifying, you were brought up shepherd door opener. Yeah. I see this as like a purifying thing. I, I, I see this as like, if it burns through, it'll make whatever's possessing him, whatever's holding him stop. So I think I just... Ugh, I think I grab him tighter. I, I'm just literally trying to burn the evil away. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. So you're holding him tight and... At this point, it seems like the child has gone limp. Now, Adam, uh, you're not appraised to any of the situation. No. This was a creepy ceiling-crawling child a second ago, but also this the sister is is gripping him, you know, a little too tight for the kid's good. I am going to roll. But also, there's like a supernatural light emitting from where they touch. It's, uh, it's It's pretty freaky. And also, Cody is uh, hunched in the corner, like, and the, the old man is still screaming about um, things you do not understand. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to try and deploy. I, uh, clearly, she's very strong. I, I can't get her off them, but I, I can help this child. I'm yeah, going to try. She's to de- also got a better. It's hard to leverage her out, you know, uh-huh. from where you're. S- I'm going to try and reason with her. So okay. let me. I know she's a PC, but let me roll roll my diplomacy skill and let's see what happens. For sure. That is a failure by four. So I go, I, 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 uh, um, <laughs> failure by four diplomacy. Uh, I start to just slap her on the back. <laughs> and, I say, and I go, I go, let it go, let it go. What is wrong with you? The child is on fire. The child is on fire. And I'm just slapping her back. <laughs> it's worth a shot. It's better than what I did. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's just chaos. It's, going, it's, it's going chaos. Great. I, I I mean, but I don't think I react. I'm so ner- I'm so scared no. for my brother that I think I'm just clutching him. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, are we still in combat time or are we in a new? What's going uh, on? At this point, I, we can drop us out of combat time. The child has uh, gone limp in your. I'm arms. going. I'm going for security. I'm gonna okay, go so security. he's he's gone limp, and in the yeah. Okay, so you're gonna go for security. All right. Yeah. Good job, everybody. We neutralized the threat through teamwork. Cor- I would like uh, to Clara- Cormac. What happened? What just happened? Give me a perception roll. Oh God. Why? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, by yep, nine? Got that. <laughs> got that by one this time, but still. <laughs> I just got perception by 12. I do love the Jaws rhythm of like, this isn't going to go well. Right. And then it oh goes my God. Well. Right. I succeeded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by one isn't quite good enough. Uh, he's not responding right now. He was he was screaming and he seems to have gone silent. Cormac isn't here right now. Gone. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> gone, like gone silent, like passed out. I can't tell. I just didn't succeed my perception. Yeah, you're currently lying on the ground, uh, flash frying your Cormac. little brother. 
Nick, what is going on? What is, why is the, the, this necklace you gave me? What is going on? I'm running down the hall going, security, security. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, so some, some security, these are uh, police come rushing in, Adam. You called them to the spot. I say, I need that child in an OR now. Get this woman off of him. Cody, Cody, take the mask off. Oh, what, his mask? Um, All right. I mean, I know, cops... uh, officers, uh, I'm actually technically a deputy. Um, so yeah, just if you could just <laughs> like right. calm down the scene real quick. I'm going to take this kid's mask off of my own initiative. And I go ahead and take his mask off because Clara told me to. Yeah, you take the mask off. It's it's Charlie underneath still. Hey, man, this... you gave us all quite a fright. You guys, the, you don't recognize these cops. You don't think they're Haddonfield police. Wait a minute. Uh, they're, they're, s- they're state police. Is there, oh, what is shit. What are the stateies doing here? They and walk up in the background, and the plain closed. Government! <laughs> <laughs> the plain closed detective takes charge and barks some instructions to the other cops to close off the area. He's a dog. And he... <laughs> dog uh, cop too. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> he kneels down next to you. And puts a couple fingers by the, the child's neck on, you know, to check his pulse. He says, ma'am, are you all right? I don't know if he's all right. I, he, this is going to sound really strange, but anytime he puts on that mask, he does horrible things that aren't like him. And I don't know how to stop it. And I don't know why it keeps happening. And Also, um, that's my grandfather in the laundry basket. <laughs> Cormac's still not here right now. <laughs> Oh, no. He goes and checks the old man. Does Cormac react? And he calls to his two officers. Excuse me, Officer Murphy, just come here. What? What do you need, Captain? Officer Mullaney. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. don't let Murphy's thing trick you. We're neither of us are, we are both bored in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Shut up, dude, I'm doing a thing. I know. <laughs> oh, God. Um, would you please put oh. these uh, two gentlemen and this young lady into custody? I put your faith in me, cop. I'll take care of it right now. Yeah, but I'll actually take care of it. You know, like I'll do it right. Uh, Adam wants to go over and uh, check the kid and do a, uh, a diagnosis on him. Yeah, the, they're not letting you. The cops are basically telling you to come with them. Adam says, excuse me, officers, I, 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 I was yelling for the hospital public safety crew. I don't know who you are, but I'm going to need to see some identification if I'm going to go with you anywhere. Can I roll IQ to see if like there's anything weird about these guys? You can roll IQ. This is yeah. a weird reaction to my I'll, brother. I'll roll being... intelligence too, because this is strange. Yeah. Oh, I oh my nailed God. it. Yeah, I got no intelligence by two. I got mine by three. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Scott, sorry. The dice did it. Intelligence by three. The the plainclothes detective reacted on feeling the old man's pulse. It's possible Cormac is dead. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Um, do I pick up on that, too? Intelligence by yeah, two? Yeah, by two, then, yeah. You you pick up on that. Well, then I, ro- I rush over to the old man, and I check us, and I, do a, I perform a diagnosis on him. Well, just on a quick uh, diagnostic... Looks like the old man died of a heart attack where he lay. I say, officers, this man is dead. But uh, if I had to say, if I had to guess, I would say it's from a heart attack. These people had nothing to do with it. Are, are you arresting them for for murder or oh. something? I said, uh, I said, but this man is this man is dead. But I need to get this child into into care. And you know, you are not taking anyone out of our hospital without talking to our public safety officers first. I say, and I go uh, take I go to rush the kid to an OR and to go get our public safety because that is the hospital procedure. I mean, like, you know, we don't know who these guys are. I have no idea who these guys are. I'm not going to let them arrest anybody in our hospital. The detective says to you, son, we'll get this child to the OR, but you were at the scene of a crime. You can't, you can't be running off like that. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No. Someone was stabbed here last night and I walk in and see you wrestling this child with an old man lying dead in a laundry basket. 
Son, we're going to need to have a little bit more of an investigation. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. As Cody Peden, I, I, I work here too, sir. This is just a crazy thing that happened. I, I don't understand. What are you actually Well, Cody, then we'll sort it for? out at the police station. Let's sort it out right here when the scene is still fresh. I'd like to roll diplomacy myself, which I'm pretty good at. I'm with Adam on this one. This is bullshit. Let me roll diplomacy for a second. And I actually succeed for once in my goddamn life. I yes, succeed Cody. by two. There's a lot of weird shit that just happened, but none of it involved an old man dying in a laundry basket. Like, what the, why do you, and who calls the many people for, how'd you guys know he was here? Why are you guys here? Show us your badges. As this happens. What's your deal? And they're arguing, I would like to roll stealth to see if I can sneak myself and my brother out of here. <laughs> All right, Vans. give me a stealth. I'm going to call that a stealth minus, I think stealth minus three. Can I extra effort this? <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> Here we go. Stealth minus three. Oh, going to get it by seven. I got to roll a seven. <laughs> I got to roll a seven. Oh, wow. That was not a critical failure, but it was so close. Yep. Um, <laughs> that checks. There you go. That there checks. you go. <laughs> the luck runs out suddenly. I like, um, <laughs> I like try to like wiggle over to grab Charlie. Yeah, and you like start like trying to scooch quietly away from them. Out. And that... <laughs> That kicks the cops into action. Now, Shit. I mean, you guys had had uh, diplomed successfully, but that's going to no. kind of invalidate her well, trying to escape with the child. Hang on a second. Point actually... of order. Point of fucking order. Point of fucking order. One second. I have area knowledge, Haddonfield. All important businesses, streets, <laughs> citizens, leaders, etc. Are these cops <laughs> legit? I'm with Adam. This is crazy. Why the fuck are they coming, showing up in force just for a guy? And now they're fucking pretending to arrest us because of a guy in a laundry basket well, they didn't even know about? Let me roll area knowledge, Haddonfield, about these fucking... Cops. I've actually been, I've actually been convinced by these cops that they're actually in the right. <laughs> no, no, I succeed by four. Are these guys legitimate members of Haddonfield's law enforcement plus state? You, like, why you, are they? You know that they are not right, members not of Haddonfield, Haddonfield police. Yeah. But why are they? And so they all suddenly show up in force to arrest us for a thing that literally just happened. How does that make any sense in the fucking world? No, they were. So I, they, I, I've been Adam. I've, I've been called. convinced. Yeah. Adam went and called security. They didn't like rush in suddenly. Adam went and called for security. The security on this floor. So these are Connecticut. The security on this floor has been replaced. Uh, Illinois. Illinois. Uh, Sorry, the, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Connecticut State Police, it would definitely be sus. Oh but no, these are these are Illinois State Police. They were, you know, nearby because of the murder last night. Right. And well, gee, you guys really show up quick when you fucking want to. Yeah, well, I'm no, no, no. Shit. I mean, real quick, Andy, Scott to Andy, uh, I'm like, my brain is actually- I'm pissed off. I mean, I mean, clearly, clearly Cody's pissed off, but I think that Adam has come around and I, Scott has too, because it's like, oh, right, I forgot all the crazy shit that has been going down in this hospital. Of course, the real fucking PD are here. I, I think that, I think that I say, but I don't, you're not arresting Adam though, right? I was the one that went and called security. Yeah. And I'm the, I'm a cop. Essentially, they, the guy said they so. are, arrest they him. are, they are detaining all of you. Okay. Fuck this. All right. I, I, I stopped struggling. I say, I say, officers, I said, I do want to see your badges before I let you. Yeah, let's sort this I out downtown. Before I submit to an arrest. I want a I lawyer. Say, but uh, I, I won't get in your way. I would like to make a request of the officer nearest me that he or she handcuffs my little brother. They can do it to me too, but I just request that they do it to my little brother. One of the cops does flash a badge. Okay. The convincing, um, sure, whatever. The detective who's been dealing with you, uh, Clara, says, "Ma'am, the child is actually not under arrest. Should he be?" Y yes, 
Yes. Frankly, trust me, yes, sir. You're yes, going to yes. want to hand here, and I hold my hands out. You can hand, you can cuff me, but I need you to cuff my little brother, please. He looks at you curiously, and he um, nods to the two uh, officers in uniform, and and they cuff. Charlie, as well as yourself. Great, Cody. Are you resisting arrest? No, man. I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna. Re, I'm gonna. I'm resisting arrest in the long game. I'm gonna get a lawyer and a PR team. That's how. I'm <laughs> resisting arrest. This is bullshit. But like, I'll go for now. Sure, fuck it. You guys are uh, then arrested. Then no one is physically resisting. They pull you guys out and they take you downtown. They take you to the uh, Haddonfield Police Department, which is where they're operating from right now. And the main detective drives you down with one of the uniformed officers. The detective introduces himself as Lieutenant Aaron Diamond. And they take you downtown and they the, the detective talks to you and tries to assure you. And they, you're read your Miranda rights that, you know, don't don't say anything you might regret right now. Mm-hmm. Especially at you, Cody. And I uh, just, I just, I'm a citizen of the United States. I don't know about you. Oh, shoot. That was one of the things. God damn it. <laughs> One of the things I shouldn't have said. I'm going to shut. I want my lawyer here ASAP, man. And uh, the two of you are very quickly uh, put into one cell and Clara into another. And Charlie is taking taken off uh, out of your view. Okay. And the lieutenant looks at you and says, "Don't worry, we'll be with you real shortly." Says and he walks too. out of sight. And okay. now the three of you are in prison. Well, in jail. Would one of you mind telling me what the hell is going on? Please. Wait a minute. Are we on the so all of us are in, but Charlie are in the same cell, or is it me and Adam in one cell and Clara uh, in yeah. another? Boys in one cell and Clara in a different cell. You guys can hear each other. It's a small jail, uh, but so, Charlie is Adam. To answer your question, so what happened is that Clara's brother, I think, has gone on a bit of a killing spree and then was crawling on the ceiling. I'm sure you noticed I that. I saw that. So there's some sort of crazy shit going on, but uh, I think there's a lot of people dead in the hospital. And I tried to uh, set up a police thing to stop the kid, but it looks like we got hoisted by our own petard, as it were. Uh, and now we are indeed the jailees rather than jailers. That just goes to show how uh, how working works out for you do i know cody from the hospital yeah you guys know each other i, I mean say. not close but you you know that he works at the hospital <laughs> look at him i go cody of all the people to be stuck in a jail cell with why did it have to be you oh man that's not cool oh, man. i, I always kind of liked you i always thought you were okay so your brother I... is a Kirill, uh, your little brother is uh a... no it's her little brother dude we're not in the same fucking cell i'm man. talking to, to clara use your fucking eyes I she's say, not here she's right there she's <laughs> i say clara i say I said, do you know what's wrong with him? Why is your little brother doing these things? Is this I Wait, so we're in adjacent cells so that we can hear each other? Yes. Is that true? Okay. There's no answer because if Paolo will allow it, I would like to attempt a very weird waterfall roll of starting first with my meditation skill to see if I can put myself into a dream state skill while holding this necklace to see if I can pick up, up any crazy psychic energies that it just proved to me it has. And there we have um, it. Meditation minus four. Fuck. That's a five. <laughs> Guys, this was a good idea in my head. You're going to get it. You always get it. I don't like always get of, it. I did not. Andy, and you just cursed <laughs> and, Andy, Andy and Cody's bitterness about Jaws's good luck and Clara's beauty are sort of like fusing together at this point. Oh, wow. Nope. That was one away from a crit fail. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. No, you sit there and, and you're too stressed out. You can't even get into I can't even, you know, yeah, regular I just, like night yoga meditation. I'm just like, like thing. mumbling, holding the necklace, being like, I don't, I don't. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Why? 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 Uh, okay. Yeah, and I got on nothing. That, 
<laughs> you three are in uh, the police's pocket, and we will cut away. I mean, we could pull a bill of debt if you want, Joss. We'll have to like lure them in with copper, right? <laughs> you guys did great on that encounter. I mean, honestly, I had set it Could up. Could that have I gone kind so wanted, much worse? I kind of wanted the gag to be for me to write you a character sheet and immediately kill that character. That's kind of what I was going for. So, <laughs> but he turned out to be too fucking uh, uh, well done, um, adept. This yeah. is well the campaign in, uh, where the rando guy turns into legit character player. Yeah, all over the place. Player character. That's how that phrase goes. And we cut to Dark Horse. Oh boy. You had oh a crit boy. fail from the last time around. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to pay that off now, which was you were trying to find a seam and you were trying to kind of like see if you could dig your way out of this locked room and you yeah. you know stick a little like piece of metal you find in between and you start and pulling and you get a huge electric shock from it. Oh, we're fuck. We're going to give you a little damage roll. <laughs> Um, Why do my characters keep getting electrocuted? That's so You're, mundane. I love it. That's great. You you rolled okay. You take uh, two damage. Oh, good. Only two. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in that holding cell for a while. Okay. Um, you kind of lose track of time. Uh, there's a TV, but you can't get it to turn up. Well, I start if you scratching want to turn, like tally marks on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. Just like that old, yeah, the old trope of just like a thing a day, but Dark Horse is so impatient that it just like, I just it's keep... <laughs> already, the wall's filled after like an hour. She's yeah. like, I thought that's how it worked. Like, that is every half second Holy you Holy shit, it's been a millennia. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> trouble scratchy, she's scratchy, seen. Scratchy, scratchy. <laughs> Nobody um, knows. knows. After a while, the door opens and it's a man in a suit with shock white hair parted at the side. You got shocked too! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Flanked by two nondescript men in suits. I hate nondescript men in suits. Right. Standard and and procedure. He enters enters the room and, and studies you carefully. What do you want? What do you want? Why am I here? Why are you here? Oh, no, you're one of those psychologists. <laughs> uh, all right, I, I play along. I say, well, does any of us have the answer to that question? I was hoping you did. I think life is one long, horrible game, and then you die. So I'm trying to figure out what... Speaking of dying, why oh, are you here? I would like to roll IQ to see if there's something that that... Yeah, I just I just want to roll IQ on what he just asked me and what arises in me. Okay, give me give me an IQ roll. Wow. Yep. Luck is back. I uh, got that by three. So you read the situation as that this man has no idea why you're here. He is looking for answers, and you're going to probably need to give him a reason to keep you alive, or he's going to off you. Mm. So. Right you're going to probably need to come up with something that will give him reason to not kill you. Right. When he asks me that, I think I need to roll acting for this story I'm about to tell. Please do. Come on, dice. To the nubbin. I sit there for a second. I kind of like, not enter like a dream state per se, but just go a little hazy and unfocused. I say, I have a memory. I'm not sure where it came from. I'm not sure if it's burning or bleeding. I can only remember faint traces of smells that I think I knew. But if I focus on it too hard, like glare on the water, it's gone. And I know that I've always been interested in the line between life and death, really obsessed with it. 
and I've never known why. And all I can say is that I keep feeling this pull to a world somewhere right next to me that sticks to me like spider webs. And I wonder if maybe you have the answer because nobody has asked me that question before. And then I just open my eyes and stare softly at him. All right. Let's see. Those are the lyrics to the greatest goth song ever written. (laughs) He says, what's your name? Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Yes. Your your parents named you Mr. and Mrs. Horse decided (laughs) to name their daughter Dark. (laughs) Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Sorry, Joss is laughing. Dark Horse is not. Dark Horse looks him dead in the eye and says, would you let anybody choose something as sacred as what you call yourself? Nice. Shit. You are a dark horse, aren't you? And he nods, satisfied. And he says, sit tight, dark horse. We'll be back with you shortly. Meanwhile, Sasha and Joshua have been thrown in the same room together. <laughs> Sasha is bleeding out. This is such out, a mirror. So. We're in the same, yeah, why are we so Is this same? supposed to be mirroring? Oh, shit. I, it it must be. be mirroring itself. I guess so. Sasha's just fucking sitting there, and he is just... He's just disgusted, and he's just he just just fucking internal boiling and just rage. Just sit try there. internal bleeding. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> Sasha, bro, I would have uh, I would have given you a lot of shit for like sending me on this fucking uh, crazy trip, man. Like I'm a party guy, I'm not the kind of party guy, but like you have enough problems, man. Is your fit? Did they give you any antibiotics or something? Because uh, I hate to say this, bro, but your face is um, I it's s- like shredded. I spit a giant wad of blood on the ground. Am I? Am I? Uh, uh, what does this room look like? Is there a window? Well, now it's got blood in it. No, it's it's a <laughs> it's, um, it, it's it's a small narrow room with a TV and uh, two chairs in it. And are we cuffed? No to the chairs. Windows. It's you guys are not cuffed at the moment. No. All right, I'm sitting in one. I'm taking one. I get. I bro, stand man. up. Like, I pick up the chair and I start smashing it against the fucking door, trying to break the door open. I start <sighs> smashing under the window, smashing under the door. I smash the fucking television. I smash it to pieces. Oh, man. I'm so just, now your yeah. hands are mangled. What the fucking bullshit? What the fuck? Why don't you come here and you... Come Ariana! Ariana! And I'm just fucking R- smashing everything. with the- You're spraying blood and lip matter yep. all over the place, yep. bro. Please. The, um, the door eventually opens. It is the two men in suits enter first. Set the chair down and I sit at I sit in the chair and I just cross my arms and I sit there and I just stare at both of them. You've destroyed that chair. With that chair did oh, not hold one up. One good eye. <laughs> right, I'm exhausted. No, no. I'm exhausted. Sasha, take mine. I'm, Sasha, take mine. I'm, I give Sasha my chair. I'm ex- in my chair. I, I, I hold up my hand and I say no and I just slump against the wall and just right, fucking sit in my chair, slide down against the wall <laughs> and I, 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 I will up another little ball of bloody fucking mucus and I spit it in their direction. Now the man with the shock white hair follows in he says to you, Officer Stillwagon. That's, that's, that's you. <laughs> I'm just staring at him. Why? Why did you? Why did you shoot yourself in the face? <laughs> <laughs> Better question is, uh, why would you attach a piece of stone? To a microchip, I can't, I can't figure it out. Actually, I'm gonna roll. Uh, yeah, wait a minute. Now you're the. Now I'm the. Now you're. Now I'm the guy who says oh, it's too all, much about it's too all, much stuff. Uh, it's too oh, now it's all. Now it's all too late. All right. Yes, Andy, we're locked in a room with the fucking sociopath. <laughs> it has all, all right. been spilled. I'm gonna roll. Well, I am curious. I'm rolling I'm curious electronics engineer. Jeez, I got to buy five. 
And uh, I would like to just, I go into a very long technical explanation as to why, as to the intricacies of the, of the chip that I saw, but how it can't possibly attach to a piece of he rock. He says, um, hmm, you're very clever, officer. You found this out yourself? If you do the smart thing, you let me, my partner, and our undercover agent in the other room go. Ah, so she's with you. Fuck. This place will be crawling with police if we do not report in. That's right. Do the smart thing and let us go. You think they're not going to come looking for us, sir? They're looking for us right now. I'm going to roll fast talk, see if this works at all. Yep. Uh, it's fast talk on the dot. He gets a resistance roll. So mm. Scott just murdered us all. <laughs> it's entirely possible. <laughs> so the old man looks at both of you and then thinks for a second and kind of makes up his mind and just walks out of the room. Fuck. I throw the chair at the door as it closes. I think that went well, man. Good job. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and soon after, several of the besuited men in large formation go to grab you. How many of them are there? There are four that have come in. Two of them are grabbing Andy. Two of them are grabbing you. That guy, this might be it. I'm going to roll brawl- brawling. What is your current HP level, though? Uh, it is three. <laughs> uh, so I believe you are at half move and dodge. Sasha does not go quietly. So I'm going no. to uh, attempt to roll brawling. I just rolled a five. Uh, brawling is nine. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, so you swat at one of them. The other one goes to grab you and he succeeds. So basic speed plus three. So if I'm at an eight, four. So I have to crit success to die. Oh, God. Yeah. That is not a success. So no. I, I am grappled. I'm going, you fucking you, bastard, the big motherfuckers. The one you punched, you don't, um, oh, you didn't give me a, give me a damage roll. Four. <laughs> okay. Yeah, at a four, you hit him pretty hard, but not uh, hard enough to, to make obvious whether or not he's human, but the feeling uh, isn't quite right, I'll just say. Okay. And they now bolt. Um, the other guy goes to grapple, and he's got you grappled as well, and now they're, they're pulling you down to a chair, oh. um, and they're, they're strapping you down. Stuck. Wait, is this, uh, Andy. The, is this the one chair in the room or a different chair somewhere else? They, they, they brought a secondary chair. They saw that you uh, destroyed one of them. Okay, so two people are going for Sasha. Two people are going for me. Sasha immediately strikes one of them, right? As the other two come for me, I want to like not resist and be like, I'm not the target here. Help restrain him. Your comrades need help. I'm going to roll leadership on these things. And I'm going to succeed. Because I'm not drunk anymore. I'm going to succeed by one. They grab you and they pull you down to a chair. All right. Well, fuck it. Can I roll electronics on these guys? Ooh. You can roll. You can try. All right. So electronics operation by three. I'm looking for a weak spot, Paolo. Problem is they have you grappled. You can see as you study them carefully that you think that they're the same type of mannequin you saw in the basement. But by three without any arms to use to investigate anything. Should have rolled um, if, they have a, if they have some weak spots, you know, that, that thing, its neck seemed pretty weak, but you don't have any arms to, to exploit that weakness. Right. And now you two are both tied to the chairs and <laughs> masks are put on your head. Uh, uh, oh, you can no. see through the Halloween masks. <laughs> yep. They bring you a new TV after you destroyed the last one. Thank you. Oh, wait. And <laughs> this after might not a be pause, for entertainment. you there- hear, 
Happy, happy Halloween. Okay, hang Halloween, on a second. Wait, Halloween. Before, before I die, I want to know what mask I'm wearing, and I can't see it. Sasha, what mask do I have on? <laughs> I don't know, but what's mine? What's mine? I say. I don't know, man. What's yours? <laughs> it says, wait, what's the dude where's my car rift? Fuck. Oh, no. I'm already losing my mind. I think you look like a pumpkin. I can't tell. Andy, uh, Sasha's wearing the skeleton mask. and You have Sasha, a skeleton mask, buddy. And, I, and uh, you're a good guy. Joshua and is Horse, wearing the witch mask. You have, you look like my ex-wife. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny, Sasha. You look like my ex-wife. Oh, she's, God. He's not she's going a skeleton. Well. She died. Can I chew through the mask? Can I bite it? Oh, no. <laughs> I get it in my Cut teeth. Two. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Scott. I'm sorry, man. We failed each other. Yeah, it's not good, Andy. We're, we're, we're about to go. We're about to become the enemy. Yep. Joshua or see ya. <laughs> Cut to Dark Horse's room. Oh, boy. Where the man in white enters again. And he studies you for a second and he says, Are you a, are you a police officer, Dark Horse? <laughs> No, I'm a bartender. Seriously, I'll prove it. What drink do you want? <laughs> Whiskey neat always. Sure, but I was expecting something I could... Well, sure. Have you tried it with half water? It tends to open up the flavors. I used to do that way back home, but here they look at you funny. Are you Irish, Miss Horse? <laughs> really, when these lines start getting drawn, that's when all the fights begin. It's whoever is holding the power or the shaker if you will, who decides how the rest of the night goes. Oh, I'm all about erasing lines. Now, the line between the living and the dead was the one you were curious about, weren't you, Ms. Horse? <laughs> yes, Mr. And I wait. Cochran. Connell Cochran. Fuck, at your yep. service. Mr. Cochran. Curious would be an understatement. I want you to come with me. And I do. I get up. Okay. Um, and he walks you out. By the way, I love that speech you gave earlier. I loved it in particular. Uh, you, have you, you haven't watched Halloween 3. I mean, right? You haven't seen it? I've never seen it. I know it exists. And I, don't, I, I roughly had an idea of the plot. I never made it through the Halloween oeuvre. Well, it's just, there's a sort of similar moment that happens here uh, in Halloween 3, in which the main character, who is the, the, the doctor that you guys met in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's the main character of the film. And, um, you know, we, we, we gave him the day off, I think. that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't, yeah, he might still be part of the story, you know. That's you true. You guys That's arrived true. earlier know. than he does, so. But anyway, uh, Cochran in the movie leaves him alive and shows him everything for no reason. And I was like, you gotta give that guy <laughs> a reason. Something, you know, why is he le letting this guy see the whole scheme? Uh, Interesting. Like, so I I was I was fully prepared to uh, kill you guys. You guys definitely had to succeed a role and beat Cochrane's decent resistance, which unfortunately Scott. Yeah, did not. yeah, yeah. No, this but is Dark Horse did, and uh, and that, I thought that was a great uh, speech to, to to accompany it. Um, Fuck yes. So uh, here we are. Here we here we are. <laughs> um, he walks you out of this room. You're again flanked by two men in suits. And he walks you down the hall and around a corner and into a huge chamber. And here there's all sorts of computers laid out, you know, 80s computers, and men in lab coats doing something. And in the center of the room is a huge piece of stone, an enormous monolith that has a big scaffolding around it. And three men in lab coats are carefully with chisels, chiseling out pieces 
of the stone. Cochrane walks you down to one of the monitors. There you see uh, two figures in police uniforms with masks over their heads. Those weren't police. He says, take a look. And he studies you. And as you watch, the heads slump and worms and maggots and blood and all sorts of strange insects, snakes and spiders crawl out of the masks. And there's a flash of light. Dark Horse, who was you. Ariana, is into this. And, ter- well, it's her It's her. Yeah, thing. I remember Dark Horse's interests. It's we established thing. those as comedic canon early on. And turns out, <laughs> um, I turn to Cochrane, cool as a cucumber, and I say, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, food for the worms, aren't we all? Okay. Is it possible to learn this power? <laughs> yes. He gives you a wry smile, and he says... Something pulled you here, didn't it? My eyes just flick to the stone and then back to Cochrane, and I say yes. The stone, it interests you. It's that like power. it's speaking to me in a language I don't understand. But I do, and I can teach you. The power, it has a name. People around here would call that stone a uh, Stonehenge. You wouldn't believe what we went through to get it down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now jump to the underworld. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All of our characters kind of have a pin in them. We are now the next day. You guys yesterday gave me the, the decision that you were going to sit tight, hang out. You guys are waiting for the Sawin where you are. And now it's, it's a day later. How is Austin coming on his colloquialisms? <laughs> uh, give me a, did you give me a role, to, a teaching role? Nope. I'm going to say, uh, give me teaching, to teach him, uh, I'll, I'll let you do it on an IQ minus two to give him a good lesson in right. colloquialisms. Eight, nine, ten. That is a success by success one. Success by one. All right. So yeah, he's doing good. He's you know he's picking up what you're putting down. Now it's it's very it's different in England, and we'll get to that some other day. Um, not that I'm from there or anything, but as I understand it, tubular, tubular things that are tubular. What are we talking? 1989. Where are we? <laughs> 82. 82. Currently, it's 82. The young people say that it can be tubular, and tubular is a good thing. Um, totally rad. And uh, gnarly. You would think that gnarly would be something that would be gross and and imperfect. But in fact, it is good to be gnarly. I think we forgot a thing, which is that you actually never got the things in your ears to be able to communicate. Oh, no, I never did. Austin Cunningham. You're going doing through. all of this through a translator. <laughs> all of it goes Laurie. through. All of it goes through Laurie. So God knows what uh, she really tells him, but this is what I'm, I'm trying to convey to him. So, yeah, I've, I've got to slightly invalidate your success by one by the fact that Laurie is just like, there's no words in Laurie's his language kind of a nerd for any and of not this. Like a, yeah, she's not like a... Like, I mean, you not... could use Linda Vanderklok for your translator because she did get the ritual. Oh, and totally. she's the little perfect bit. person to teach yeah, the I've been teaching. I've been teaching, Mr. How... I've been teaching Mr. Cunningham how to breathe and eat and stuff, like the important stuff, Like because I think slang is kind of like... That just changes, you know. Did we totally. did we smoke weed with Austin Cunningham in this last day? Well, he tried to. Um, no, you, no, no, no. You certainly don't, don't so. have weed on you, but Linda might. might. I don't know if there's a connect <laughs> here. Not. I mean, I'm in touch with the trees, but not that kind of tree. All right. Well, I say, I say, Austin. This is not that this hasn't been fun, but uh, uh, and I say to Lori, I was like, Lori, we do have an extra day. 
Do we want to explore? Do we want to see if there could be something we could use to help us in our fight against Michael when we return? Do we want to look around? Do we want to take a little stroll through the underworld? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think actually that that's a really good idea. Um, Austin. Yeah. To, so to give you guys a little lay of the geography you've seen, in case you want to go exploring, yeah. Mm-hmm. You came. Bloody fall. There's sort of an there's sort of an upper plane where the the mud lake was where you started, mm-hmm. and that led to a part of the side of the tree where you entered and climbed down. Now you saw out the other side, there is a big valley below and there's other god trees in the far, far distance, but they looked pretty damn far. So essentially there's kind of a, one side of the tree lets out very high into this mud lake area and one side lets out very low into this low valley. Who are the other people that uh, he said were trapped in there in the tree's roots besides me? Well, he didn't say anything, but you guys, uh, Linda did detect the that there was the, the mayor's mayor. trapped off in the, the side fall. of the tree and lower in the bloody fall. There was someone else that uh, she did not her. know. I wanted to go back to her. I'm uh, Loomis. Loomis, before I rescued you, there was a woman that was trapped in the waterfall that had some significance. Linda really reacted to her. So, Well, I, I think we all know who that is. Jaws nods. Lori isn't sure. I have no idea. So I say Loomis. Linda just, Linda's saying that creepily. I mean, but, yes. Andy also has an idea. but yeah. Loomis, I think we need to go back to this woman. There was some significance to her. Well, this, all right. So where was the woman? Where was she located? So like, off the side of the tree, about halfway down. So go uh, <laughs> exit out the tree down on the valley side and climb up or go out to the bloody fall and try and climb down. Either of those seem daunting. Does any of you have climbing? I doubt Loomis does. Austin, um, do you happen to have anything in your um, herb, herbal belt uh, that might increase a spirit's grip or power or physical anything help prowess? us climb this tree, Austin, in that little bag of yours? He looks at you curiously and he says, you have a strange notion of what you think spells do. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, who's Linda? What, 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 Linda, you got any kind of uh, climbing skills? You got nothing, huh? Linda does. Linda has climbing. Linda, Linda has climbing as a, at a ten. However, in order to uh, free the person, you will need to do the spell. The spell which Lori had, and you don't have which climbing. Which Lori, Lori has, and but Lori has no climbing, and also Lori's still at a minus three. She did not v- learn this spell very well. Hmm. I didn't. Hmm. Austin, um, do you have climbing? Climbing. Do I have climbing? All right, Austin. It, <laughs> in your God. in your wealth of abilities, is climbing one of those things? Austin, can you help us retrieve someone who is trapped in this tree like we were? That's how a human would say it. The last time, how did we do it? Did Linda hold the one end of the canonical brambles and I tied the other around myself? Um, yeah, she she held the end and you just climbed down the brambles. I don't think you tied right. them around yourself. You just climbed. We'd down. have to. Climb up. If you wanted to climb the outside, you'd have to climb up. Uh-huh. You guys passed on the way down places that looked like they went out to the bottom of the tree, to the to the valley. Okay. So you guys can go out to the valley and look around the, the out exterior of the roots of the tree. Let's go down there. Let's go down there and let's go look around. We'll scrounge. We'll do perception. We'll do all that good stuff and see if anything is real. Linda's going to stay up here, I think. 
Okay. Well, Linda's the uh, only one that has climbing, so we so need Linda. Linda's going to stay down no, here. No, I'm my are... own person. I don't want to go anywhere. I think that we're already doing enough opening a door to another reality. I don't want to necessarily disturb the person who is slumbering within the waterfall of blood. You guys don't understand. I did a lot of thinking when I was a part tree and learned their memories and whatnot. And I just think that maybe you're, I don't know, maybe you're biting off more than you can chew, guys. I don't. Linda's just grunts. And and walks and walks away and says and he just mumbles as he's walking by you. He just says, "It always comes down to the two of us, doesn't it?" And we, uh, I, I make my way to the valley. By so the- you guys climb up. You guys were down in the roots. You guys climb up to a place where you pass that – actually, Loomis, you haven't seen this. They were walking down to find you. Right. And there's a place where you see some daylight. And as you come out, you walk out to the ground of the valley, which is a – again, sort of mud is how you would describe it. It's a different mud from up where you came from. It's kind of um, – looks like roiled water that was kind of frozen into place in terms of shape. But it's a red, ruddy clay kind of a mud. And in the distance, you see three other – god trees far far off uh, set between some mountains and in the middle is this large very open looking valley it slopes up to your right and kind of disappears uh, over a hill in the distance and to the left it seems to lead to uh, an ocean or at least it looks like water it looks reflective from here but um, all it's reflecting is the mottled red and gray sky I also want to look for any signs of any kind of habitation while I'm here. Footsteps, sure, footprints, give me a, give me a, a road. Give me a perception roll on Great. the whole valley. That is a that is a success by six. Success by six. Yes, sir. I just rolled a six. My perception is 12. So, um, yeah, there's a, as you scan the horizon very carefully, you see a couple specks of something. Uh, to your right up the valley slightly, there's a speck speck of color like a little garden up there and then down a little farther more towards the water there's kind of an artificial clearing in what's otherwise just a wavy mottled gray clay and ruddy ground Mm -hmm. i don't know that you and i are the I, i think we need help and i think that we're here for a reason and i also think that i see two very distinct possibilities of habitation in this desolate place um, oh, actually, let me just roll real quick uh, while I'm here. Naturalist Underworld. And let me just see if oh, like... Oh, yeah. Can you see who this is? Yeah. Like, do I have an idea like what might be living by the by the water? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, is I'll roll just for the hell of it. <laughs> by four. Yeah. Um, you have a sense of the types of creatures that might uh, live creatures, in this area. Creatures, right, right. Uh, one thing that you that you realize you might encounter are the, millipedes. the big worms that live. Not, not the millipedes. Those feed on the rot in right. the trees. There are these big worms that burrow under the clay that you should be wary of. Mm-hmm. But if we walk without rhythm? It's going to be hard to walk with any rhythm through that clay. So I, I say to her, I say, I say, I think we, I think we, My instinct is to go toward the water. That is where civilizations in our world usually form. I believe I see a clearing down there that does not look natural. And as a naturalist, too, I I know that the netherworld is not in its nature an evil place. It is a a place that is beyond, and there might be good here, too. Um, Huzzah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what are you guys doing? What if we split up? What if you go to the village and I try to rescue this woman? Uh, uh, I say, uh, wait. 
<laughs> I roll. Oh, oh no! Oh, Why no, do I no, do no. this? No. I went what to did roll, you just roll? I went to roll psychology and I got a crit, crit, critical failure. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, oh, on, wow. On Lori? Oh, yeah, wow. I was going to roll psychology on Lori. I was going to do a bit. No. And then, of course, trying to do a bit, I uh, uh, I ended up rolling. <laughs> I, I should have learned. <laughs> We, what is it? we what, call that was we, Peter God. Peter's Peter's thing never rolling a joke. Right? right, no, no, not only yeah. that, or, or that's an Andy Hoover. Andy Hoover's uh, mo is to is he takes roles when he doesn't need to, and and now I have, <laughs> yeah. I have entered that realm. Oh, but I don't mind failure. That's the real lesson. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yes, it's a good lesson to learn. That's the real uh, frightfulness. Anyway, I roll a critical failure, so I I don't know how you want to interpret it. I interpret it as um, maybe Loomis gets angry at Lori. And uh, and kind of storms off, but I whatever you want to do, Paulo. Sure. I mean, a crit fail. It's a roll on another PC, so they're always a little bit open to the PC's interpretation. I will say RP it, and if you guys just RP a little bit of uh, ill effects to the yeah. to the mojo of the group, I will take that as a crit failure. I say, I say, what are you hesitating for? I say, don't you trust me? After all this time, don't you trust me? Loomis, I trust you. I just feel a pull. Fine, then follow your pull. Your pull is what led us here in the first place. And I, I turn around and I storm off toward the... Uh, um, I turn around. So you're storming down towards, walking down towards the, the farther clearing you the saw. Farther the farther clearing. lower down towards the water. Yeah, yeah. And okay, I, cool. As I'm parting shot, I'm just like, we were, ne- we were never meant to come here. I say, between you and Danny, we weren't ready. And I tried to tell you that. But would you listen? No. And so here we are, Laurie. Here we are. But no, you follow your instincts. I'm sure they'll lead you to a great place. That's some good crit fail character work. I genuinely yeah. like that. And yeah. you see so, you see, Laurie, uh, Laurie stands there and stares after where Loomis went, picks up a rock and throws it at shit. him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some psychology. <laughs> Roll scrounging to find a rock. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. An underworld Watch rock. This. God only knows what this thing is. Watch out. I'm the mayor. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Oh, no. I missed that by two. You get what you think is a rock. Oh, no. But it was just a clump of clay, and it just kind of like slides thumps. down your hands and just like <laughs> oh, damn it. makes your arm all dirty. Okay. You throw like a Loomis girl. Loomis has no idea you were trying to throw something. <laughs> <laughs> you throw like an American girl. <laughs> Because I am one. <laughs> and then I just kind of like shake the dirt off my... Wait, does the clay make me sticky? I mean, it's it's clay. It makes you <laughs> covered in clay. That's what do you think. The clay's going to give you superpowers. <laughs> it's, no, is there any way that the, I can use the clay to, to climb better? I mean, it may give you better grip. Uh, it's not like sticky, like you're gonna Spider Man up the. No, um, no, no, but right, yeah, right, right. It's like right. you know, like chalk. It's gonna give you a little bit better, like. So like I, I like grip. smack my. I go, I go. Wait a minute, and I smack my hands together, and they definitely feel slightly grippier than they did before. Yeah, not yeah, a, you not would, a big you thing. You would say that you have better grip, but I, yeah, it's not gonna make you learn how to be a climber. But no, 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 right. no. But I just, I just kind of go, huh. And then I turn around and walk the other way. <laughs> okay. So um, let's stick with Loomis for a second. Yep. Mm-hmm. Loomis, you start charging out into the big valley. And it's hard to walk through this. And it's really hard to get a perspective on distance. Much less charge. You're just following straight line path towards what your destination is. Now, you guys definitely need to be back within a day because Sawan is coming. Mm-hmm. Give me an IQ roll to keep track of time, Mm -hmm. because there's no day-night cycle here. 
All right. So if you do well, you'll have a good sense of time and when it's time to head back. And if not, you won't. <laughs> One away from a crit success. So I okay. got a... So you, yeah. your internal metronome is on point. You know what time it is. Right. I mean, not that time has any sense in this place, but it kind of does in this case. Uh, so, like, Lori, what's your plan? Now that I'm down here, and I, I would assume I have a pretty good view of like the whole bloody fall face... I would like to roll perception to see if it, if it looks like one way is going to be slightly easier, going either down to her or up to her. Not with a bang, but with a climb, climb, climb. Wow. Yep. Got that by two. Boy, that tree is huge. Fuck. <laughs> you, you would say that nope. while the climbing will be probably slightly easier down, your feeling looking at it is that you're probably not going to be able to climb very far, and you'd certainly rather fall down 10 feet than 300. You can't even tell how high up it is. Yep, then I'm going to climb up from below. Here we go. I'm going to try and up, climb up. Uh, give me... Sure um, am. It's a, it's a long climb, but it's a decent climbing surface, so I'll make it a climbing minus one. And then you don't have climbing, so your default climbing is going to be dex minus five. Ooh. So you're at a total dex minus six. Do, do, the, do the clay hands help me slash can I extra effort? Yeah, I'll let you extra effort. Great. Um, clay hands don't give you a bonus, no. Great. They never do. <laughs> I, got, I got the extra effort. Okay. Here we go. Oh my God, to the nubbin! Stroden and loaded. Please tell me that was enough. Please don't send any creatures down after me. You find that actually this this bloody material, once you get a handle on it, it's it's kind of easy to just like scoop your hands deep into it. Just like, boom. And then it gives you a good grip. It's it's kind of scary because it's crumbly, but you, if you take a, a few tries at it and just like dig your hands deep into it, you can, you can make your way up. You're not a climber. You're exhausted by the time you get up there and you lost I'm an FP for again. your- you lost an FP for your uh, uh, oh, extra fuck. effort, right? But no. you are able to get yourself up there. Now, here's the thing. Oh, my God. I got to do this fucking spell. You got to do this fucking spell, and it's going to be a climbing to get down. <laughs> oh, boy. And Wait, you don't know it. But I'm not I'm not alive, so well, we already do I die or hurt myself if I fall? Who's to say? You know what? I am fearless, so let's do this. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do the spell. Uh, so you're at an IQ minus three to recall the spell. Great. And to execute it properly. Let's do this. IQ is the highest thing I have. Oh, my God. Wait, minus three? Yeah. I missed it by one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you climbed all the way up there. You get there. You do, you're like also grabbed on with one hand. You're trying to do the spell as he taught it to you. It has no effect. No effect whatsoever. Okay, so I'm holding on with this like stupidly supernatural almost grip. And I do the spell and it doesn't work. But I, I'm fearless. I would like to let out this like guttural just scream and reach out to the hand to be like, Will I am four. here. Will, Will minus, minus four? four to make contact. Will my score? Okay, we're rolling an eight. Let's see if this happens. Oh my god! I I, I love you <laughs> pulling the incredible roll to get up here and then failing. And the then roll failing to the <laughs> magic. And now you have to do the roll to climb down. <gasps> Crit success! Oh my god! Crit success! <laughs> <laughs> 
Holy you shit. Just, you just reached Linda. Hey, how was the climate? Told you not to make. Not, not, I'm not, it didn't even phase me when she said that. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. What happens? What happens? What happens? So I'll give you, for your crit success, you briefly commune with this person in the tree. Mm-hmm. It is someone you've never met and never heard of. And you touch her spirit and it is resting very peacefully. I'm sorry to bother you, but how did you get here? And do you remember a place called Earth? Yeah, you feel the spirit move and stretch and awaken. And it feels you and it feels your presence. And it says, well, aren't you a little darling? Oh, shit. How did you come to be in a dark place like this? We're in trouble on Earth. There's a great force that's been unleashed. And I think I might lose everyone and everything I've ever loved if I haven't lost them already. And I need to do something. And I don't have any answers. So if you can see something I don't, can you guide me? Guide you where? Danger on Earth is nothing like danger here, my dear. Can you show me what you've seen? The spirit yawns, and in its gaping mouth, you see images, images of a spell and something going horribly wrong, and this person being sucked through and ending up here, trapped, chased by an angry Aishi getting lost and then finding rest in the tree. Do you remember the spell? Can you show me the spell? Oh, yes. That I remember. And I want to download this from her. She shows you the steps. Give me an IQ. Oh, God. Come on, dice. Yep. I got that by one. Yeah. Um. So this is a spell from a raggedy old text and read without fully understanding, thinking that it was a spell that they could use to take revenge on someone. They marked people for death, but they didn't understand what the spell really did. They sacrificed a child. It requires killing a small boy to open this door. If done properly within a sacred circle, on the Samhain, within a place where someone died, at the moment of a fresh death, with the right incantations. When this portal opens, because it's about to, again, what do you wish you'd done? Do not open the portal, child. Do not open it. What was your name on Earth? I do not remember. That was too long ago. And then I thank her and tell her I will let her rest again, and I let go. She happily goes back to sleep. I still have no idea who that was. She told me not to open the portal. Like, there's, cl- she's clearly trying to preserve somebody or something. Oh, God, I got to climb back down now. Fuck. <laughs> that's, the, that's the relatable part. It's like, ah, shit. What, what's, what's my climbing again? Uh, I believe I said it was uh, dex minus five. Dex minus, minus five. one for the length of the climb. And yeah. then uh, last time you took uh, an extra effort, which... I'm going to try to extra effort this again. How are you doing on FP? I feel like you've spent a bunch yeah, of time. down. Oh, but you spent you spent all of uh, yesterday uh, resting. I recovered. So you, I recovered. You recovered those FP. I'm You're down the down one that you spent the one the from what I just spent. So I'm going to try to roll extra effort one more time. Come on. No, I missed that by one. 
Okay, give me a dex minus six. So here's a dex minus six. Oh my god. Good luck. I believe Thanks. I can fly. I believe I, I can believe fall I can from touch the sky. The sky. What? Think about it different night and day. Minus six, you say? Yep. No, no, no. I mean, I missed that. I missed that by four. All right. Yep. yep. And you start to climb down. Yep. And your grip immediately slips. Fails. And you feel yourself release into the air. And down you go. Down, down. Cut down. to Haddonfield, Illinois, where a station wagon with Danny Hodges and Jeff is pulling up. Well, that was some uh, good driving there by me and earlier by you, Jeff. Um, I'm glad oh. we made it. It's Haddonfield, right? Wake oh, up. This is wow. still the right. We're home. Yeah, you, were, you were sleeping there. We certainly <laughs> are. Uh, man, I feel like a whole new slash old person, and I am chilled oh to the bone. Oh, oh no. Yeah. What? What's wrong? My foot's asleep. No. <laughs> That's a problem, Jeff. Well, shake oh, a leg, you know, get so, it up. Such a weird feeling. I know, I know. Whoa, it's like, yeah. It's really got me. Yeah, it's like something that's there that's not there. You know, there's been a lot of that going around in my life. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just you stretch out. So uh, I know that we, well, we didn't really get a chance to talk about this in detail, but um, if I may be forward a bit, Jeff, what is our plan exactly? We're checking in on uh, Charlie Bridge, I guess. Uh, wh- where to, man? Like, you're you're the captain of this ship. Well, um, to the hospital, I guess. All right. Uh, Hi-ho, silver away. I think I remember the hospital is. Let's go. Hasn't moved. I hope. I hope. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) All right, man. Yeah. So we drive over to the hospital. You know, it's funny, Jeff. You know, a lot of hospitals that I'm familiar with have bars in the middle of them. But this one does not seem to... uh, this one doesn't seem to be up to code in that respect, Bars? so I can't buy you like, a beer. like a small <laughs> prison. And just uh, it might have been a weird, it might have been a weird hospital back back out in California. They do things weird out there, Jeff. It's good to be back here in America's heartland. Oh yeah. Um, Fancy anyway. show business Hollywood. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go <laughs> Stop ahead and drinking. And, that's right. I'm gonna lean on you here as as a guy with a badge and an official reason to be here. And uh, why don't you do the talking and I'll just uh, use my eyes to look around and. See if I see anything of note. And you guys show up at the hospital, and the only info you're given is that the bridges checked out earlier. <laughs> oh no. For good? <laughs> That's one way to say arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, hmm. uh, well, where did they check out to, Jeff? Ask around. Like, what's the, going yeah, on? Yeah, the lady didn't say. The reception lady. She just said that they checked out several hours ago. I don't want to go to Mole's house, man. I don't want to see her. All right, let's go to Mole's house. Uh, I am going to slunk deep down in the passenger seat like a little boy while you go in and talk to Mole Bridge and see if she has some updates about what's going on because I do not want to see her. And more importantly, she does not want to see me. She made that very clear. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we got to get more information. So, I mean, maybe they're at home and maybe all of this is a whole big Big old pile of nothing, and uh, I can just see about getting a new job and go and see what my buddy Josh Orsino's up to. He's a funny yeah. guy. I'm sure oh he's boy. having a great time out there. <laughs> so you guys drive downtown. To- <laughs> you guys drive downtown to the uh, Bridge Residence. It's uh, just off the main road. You know, one of the side streets, but very close to the main road. Right, Main Street, and- but it's off the main road on Main Street. Got it. 
And you drive up and park, and um, Jeff says, you don't want to come in and say hi? Oh, Jeff. I don't have to. I know it's awkward. I'll go in without you. All right. And um, Jeff uh, Jeff heads in, and um, you wait. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Five minutes pass, and then... Uh. Ten minutes pass. Hang on a second. After five minutes passing, I think I might. Uh, I'm gonna roll will. I'm gonna succeed on will, and I'm go barely, but I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna be like, ah, fuck it. Oh fuck, because I know that like mole might be a little bit, you know. <sighs> fuck. All right. Uh, I have that gun that Sasha gave me, right? Nadia. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna. Gun I'm Nadia. gonna. I'm gonna secrete that on my person. You secrete uh, Nadia. Gross. And I'm going to very somewhat tremulously, wishing I had some painkillers, gonna open the passenger door, get out, and I'm gonna approach in a way that's even scarier than it would normally be the house of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and with that, we will call it for the day. Dun dun dun. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, man. Great episode. Thank you, everybody. I do have to run. I'm sorry. Yes, run, uh, run. But I think that I think that is that the decision that I would have made even if I had all the time in the world because I do not want to deal with Maul. Um, but, uh, <laughs> bye, Andy Hoover. All right. But I love you guys. Right. And I will. Love you too, uh, buddy. Wait, plugs. Plugs, Andy. Love plugs, you, Andy. just in case. Oh. No, nothing for me. No, okay. Thank you. I've eaten. Take off, Andy. We'll, we'll, we'll close the book on this one. This is run unexpectedly long, but it feels a natural length so far. I mm-hmm. love how this is going. If Halloween 3 turns into one of our more epic campaigns, you know, it's a it's a trilogy. You know, we've we've fucking earned it at this point. And uh, yeah. I'm having a good time. Uh, Scott, do you have a plug? I'm going to plug. Now? I'm going to plug the new year. Uh, we're coming yeah. up on 2022 kids. And uh, I want to wish everybody a happy new year. And uh, also, uh, man, let's. Let's all keep positive and hope for a better year than the last two that have come down, because I think we could all use it. Um, yep. May old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind. Oh, wow. Singing over Zoom is uh, impossible. Terrible well, idea. With each other. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm plugging 2022. It's going to be awesome. Heck yeah. It's going to be a great All year. right. Uh, that's it for us story-wise today. We had a hard out to um, – we had a hard out. <laughs> it was so hard. It was so hard. <laughs> uh, it didn't make cannot, us hard. It just was hard. We cannot – yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't quite <laughs> – you know, I'm not aroused by the concept of Scott leaving if that was the accusation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, since this was a bit of a short uh, on the story side, we're gonna do we're gonna do a nice little uh, mailbag. It's been a while since we've been able to dip into the old mailbag. We always Mail run time. long, running short. Doesn't even it's not a thing for us really. So here we are. We're back. Well, we're not doing that a short. I, I have to say because for this project that I did have to do some research, and this was about the same length as our very very first very echoey one mic on a table episode. <laughs> Yeah, Back to the future well, I too. think our shortest episode still to this day is, is speed. speed, right? Which was like 50 <sighs> minutes or something. Right. You just had to bring it up. You just had to bring it up. I, it's all right. I'll I recover. I think it's bad to mix it up lengthwise a little bit, you know? Like it's, it's. I mean, yeah. or, you know, I don't know. I mean, like I think that, uh, 
I, I, listener, I don't know how this <laughs> how this episode landed ever so gently on your ear, but hopefully, hopefully, it didn't seem <laughs> too short. I don't know, uh, but we will, we will see. I like that you it's were like just a... speaking to one listener, not listeners, yeah. but no, just, sure. just that <laughs> guy. You know who I'm Steve. talking. The person knows you who know I'm talking who you to. Are. You know who you are. The one, yeah, there's, there's, there's like one platonic listener whose like opinion I just trust entirely, <laughs> only about the length of episodes. I'm just like that. <laughs> but that, who... that person gets it. I don't know. Who are I don't know, all I don't romantic know, listeners I don't, then? I don't know who it is either. I don't know who this person is, but I know they're out there somewhere. Someone who is just. You ever think about that? Like somebody, you know, who just like this person. I, I'm sure it's like a soulmate, but only for a very, very unique aspect of your life. You know, I'm sure. Like the person, the person who looks most like me in the world when crossing the street and does the exact same stuff I do when crossing the street in the world. That person's probably like exactly like me in that regard, and I just think that's uh, they're fun pro- to think they're about. Probably French. They probably are French. <laughs> Belgian. They can see that. I don't know. Roads are so different. They're almost, they're probably <laughs> Americans. We have we have shared. Road Wait, was that an off mic joke? That was yeah, an off mic joke. Yeah, no, yep. we, were, yeah. we were talking about Andy being French off yeah, mic. Yeah, the hilarious um, Andy slapping joke. We're in the punchline, and the setup <laughs> is just Andy is French for some reason. Uh, it's not not our finest work. I, I don't. Spoiler I don't warning: Andy is not French. Andy's not French. I got some I got some French blood back there. I'm like a you know quarter quarter oh. quarter a quarter of me is French descended somehow. Back but, there, uh, what in the fridge no yeah, way back. yeah in, the, in the fridge called like i don't know the bourbon regime like i'm not sure how far back i was gonna there, say like... napoleon's rule <laughs> um anyway so mailbag um we are speaking of soulmates uh we're first first off we're gonna catch up with lincoln coddle who uh proposed to his Linkle. well Lincoln, who now who's now engaged to <laughs> emily so yes success Congrats! Um, so yeah, so Lincoln Cottle, who proposed to his girlfriend Emily on our show in uh, Memento episode four, check that out if you haven't listened to it, uh, mm-hmm. writes back and says, uh, thank you, exclamation point. She managed to figure out the proposal about a week before the episode came out. She noticed I kept mentioning that I was waiting for episode four to drop and put two and two together. Uh, it was no longer, boy, but sorry to interrupt you, Lincoln, but um, but <laughs> If you're, That's a if, funny concept when you're reading a letter. Right. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt me, which is interrupting you. Sends you a Slack message like, hey, knock it off. Paper cut. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that you were proposing through the show because boy that that's a letdown if you're like expecting like you're thinking like it's it's about time my boyfriend proposed he seems very excited about that podcast episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just uh, hate to be wrong on that one but no right. I'm glad it worked out uh, anyway uh, Lincoln says it was no longer a surprise to her but she cried happy tears when I told her she had guessed it correctly uh, in the excitement I forgot to record it. We can now start planning the <laughs> wedding, and we will likely be live streaming it to some family of ours who lives out of state if anyone was serious about wanting to watch. Thank you for making our proposal special, Linkle and Emily. Aw, <laughs> that's so sweet. Thank you, Lincoln. Thank you for letting us know. Um, we love that. We love being a little part of your romantic journey and life journey. And yes. many happy wishes for the two of you. Yes. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed the implicit wedding invitation, too. That's pretty cool. Like, I know, but I bet it's already happened, that's right? That's true. Did we get yeah. this? Yeah, this was a while ago. Although, I mean, weddings are planned a while out. If so it hasn't, knows? if it's literally tomorrow, Lincoln and Emily, please let us know. We will gladly show up. <laughs> yeah, they're getting they're getting married on New Year's Eve. That'd be fucking <laughs> crazy. Hey, no, 
I, I, my aunt got married this is, on New Year's this is, Eve. This recording is the same day as when we did the other thing, and that right, right. exactly yeah. the same day. We didn't forget no, it. <laughs> this is everything is seamless. Time has no meaning. Man, that is one thing film reroll is known for is seamlessness. It's true, and fidel- fidelity to chronology is something that we really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everything we do. We're getting there. Right. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah, in all kinds uh, of different ways. <laughs> Jaws, you want to take over the read the next email? Yes, I do. This is from, I believe it said Zaru. I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Hey, film reroll crew. Daniel from Maine currently. Florida born. New England abducted. Free me. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Okay, blink. Wink if you need help. Are you, um, are you in John's shed? Are you in John's <laughs> shed? I've, I've been there, believe it. It's not... Is he lecturing you on annuli? Because you got to solve a few puzzles and then the key just for the top side <laughs> Yeah, to get out. Yeah, oh, that, would be, that would so be. You know, John is kind of jigsaw in a really platonic way. <laughs> platonic? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to go like, he doesn't have like rage. He's not going to murder people, but he still is like, if if you were to like needing to survive, John would be like, we'll solve a riddle and then I'll let you yeah, free. he enjoys getting, he enjoys he enjoys cleverly getting one over people, you know. He, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. He's like gently sure. diabolical. I don't know. If, I don't know. If platonic. It's it's more. Like, yeah. yeah, I was more thrown by the word platonic's use in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't it doesn't you know a hard out for him is never mind anyways um been listening since last year when i saw a tumblr post and whenever i see tumblr i always feel like i have to say the end of it faster because there's no e I, yeah. I saw a tumblr post talking about your friday the 13th episode and how genius it was to surprise mm. everyone yes that was genius Genials. Mm. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> to surprise it wasn't infuriating at all that, that post <laughs> is one of the best bits of incidental marketing we've ever gotten it's like because I, oh, really I, I don't know how tumblr oh, works yeah? but i know exactly the post he's talking about and on tumblr yep, yep. they use something i believe called notes instead of likes or whatever and it was like hey there's this great podcast where you know paulo pulled this thing like i don't even know if they could call us out by name but that thing got like tens of thousands of people who were like yeah that sounds it, great yep. like which i just think it's like yep. just it's just funny wow. like what, you never know what sort of breaks out but uh, anyway which you know thanks re-rollers for being amazing yes. and telling people about us and and that yeah. that is you are making a difference for you, us you are the only marketing we have we have never we have not are. put a cent of money into ever marketing this podcast so you know there so we be go very proud of it's yourselves all word of mouth um, uh, been listening since last year when I saw a Tumblr post about talking about your Friday the 13th episode and how genius it was to surprise everyone with a horror movie so that would play out more like one so that it would play out more like one. I can I syntax is my strong point. Since then, I've been blasting through episodes at work and watching movies I've never watched. Uh, I've never seen so I could listen to the episode of them and understand them. I'm so curious. Whenever you hear people that are like, I heard the re-roll first and the movie, and I'm like, that's got to be an interesting experience. (laughs) You've gotten me to watch some great movies I probably would have ignored for no real reason other than my fickle media habits. Oh, so thank you for that. Velma and Louise was a wild movie. It's so wild, but it's so good. (laughs) My question is, have you ever considered doing a re-roll of a bad movie that you think you could make into an amazing movie? Mm. If so, which movies and why? Uh, Have we done that yet? Homeward Bound. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) It's true. That's a great question. And my my, my honest answer is like not really just because I think like whenever I find myself idly thinking about ones, it's always a movie I have at least some affection for, but like there's definitely movies that are better than others that I think would, you know, uh, would qualify. I'm trying to think of a good example, but if, if either of you <gasps> guys have one, I, I don't, uh, you know what? 
We do. We do. I can't say it because it's sponsored, but we have an upcoming episode that is a terrible, it's a lovable, like a cult classic, terrible movie. Okay. Interesting. Now I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm going okay. into my notes to figure out which one. Are you don't ready? Tell cut me. this. Cut this. Cut no, this. No, no. Don't, don't make me cut anything. Um, I'm just looking. Don't make oh, me cut anything. Wait. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think people would really object to i if if it's the one it's i think you're talking about people so would really object bad. to that description Josh, can you like write it's, it can you write it down on a piece of paper and show it to the camera yeah here let me here we i'll put it in the chat i'll put it in the oh, chat hang on idea. hang on oh i'm not on the chat oh it's, shoot it's so bad i'm not on the chat oh i should be on the google meet oh, yeah. chat yeah oh yeah yeah Jaws, that's not a popular opinion with our fan base i think but, I, you know, i'm sure we'll it's never, not we'll never know i i haven't seen that one in a while uh, but like, yeah. Ooh, I, I mean, think I don't disagree with you. I just think that m- I love a it. lot of people would disagree with you. I love that movie, but I do think it's a bad film. I mean, that's a, like, horrible, I don't... That's a horrible thing to say about Reversal of Fortune. Oh, no, I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. You can remove that not, from the list. It's not, not that. It's not that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I kind of love that idea. The, the one thing, though, is that I do definitely try to... I try to do movies that are in the popular consciousness. I think it's more fun if people know the movie, although apparently the show still works, and I love that it still works if you don't know the movie. Um, And in terms of really bad movies that are like that much in the popular consciousness, (gasps) it's a fairly narrow list, none of which particularly – like I don't want to do Sharknado. I think Sharknado is too too stupid. Um, And I don't think – What about Halloween 3? Is Halloween 3 considered a bad movie? It certainly was, but – it's been rev- like it's been oddly in the last like five years revitalized. It's right in the popular consciousness, but certainly it's not like a movie that people are like, this is a great movie. Yeah, I think when you think right. when you think bad movies, it's so interesting. Right? I think Paul is absolutely right because it's like you don't you know a lot of really bad movies just don't have the cultural thing, or they're things like The Room where they're beloved for other like right. reasons, like aftermarket reasons almost, or like Human yeah. Centipede where it's like this is like trash, but like it's oh, real. Yeah, we're, not that, that, we're not doing that, Human that, Centipede. That, uh, but uh, it's it's uh, you know I it's mean, gonna take me a week to forget that. Sorry, uh, I, 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 do, I do apologize. I don't know why that's what <laughs> popped into my head. That's just I mean that's just the, that's just the holidays for you. Uh, but uh, I, I think that um, you know th- there's like I think like a weirdly good candidate. The thing is I haven't seen it is like movies that you know all about Steve. A movie that is universally regarded as one of the worst, oh, like romantic. I don't know what that is. Of all time. I've okay. never heard of and, that. And I read like a, a a recent article that was kind of like a revisiting of it, not where the result was like this is good, but it was kind of like Sandra Bullock <laughs> is playing like a really interesting character that the movie tries to cram into like a more conventional rom com thing. And again, I haven't uh, seen it, so I can't sort of go onto it. But it does sound like the kind of thing where it's like if you watch that movie and kind of want to rehabilitate it, you just give Sandra Bullock's character like an honest character sheet. Don't have the player see it and just be like, okay, what happens with this kind of like framework of like an interesting character in an ultimately failed movie? Like that's a path that I think you could go, but I don't know, like nothing really springs to mind for me that I'd be like excited to do. But I think that it would be, it would almost like, it couldn't be a bad movie that just bad all around. It would need to be like, this is bad. Like a a great example. Oh, here's one. It's staring us right in the face. Uh, and it's been suggested before in slightly different contexts, but nobody seems to like that Dungeons and Dragons movie. And like that's yes. that's, that's up our alley I do from a do game, like from an interesting, yeah. you know, we could have some fun gimmicky gameplay things for that. And that's something that like like if we have a reason to do a bad movie that's you know, for a different reason, for some sort of gimmick or, you know, strategy or whatever, then I could see us absolutely doing that. 
you know, I've I've been thinking about the Dungeons and Dragons movie for like three years, and we're definitely going to do it eventually. I, Are we going to use GURPS to well, play D and D? That's the question. Is I can't decide if My I brain just exploded. if I just want to you know go ahead and do Dungeons and Dragons because of course we should do Dungeons and Dragons to play Dungeons and Dragons, or if I really want to troll the audience and do GURPS yeah, to play yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. I think we do GURPS. No, we do Pathfinder. We do a whole new third system. <laughs> <laughs> we do the, uh, the, the the tech one, Shadowrun. We play Dungeons and Dragons in a GURPS inflected oh, Shadowrun system. <laughs> And then and everybody <laughs> just stops listening to the show and we don't have to do it anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That, as Peter would say, that's our last episode. That's, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. it. It's over. I, I think it's probably too niche and cult, but I've, I kind of want to do like Manos, the Hands of Fate. I don't know if either oh of you know what God. that is. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I've never actually seen it. It's just, it's one of those titles that just pops up a lot, like in my brain for no it's, reason as like, that was a movie. Like, I don't know anything about it, but yeah, it's a great MST3K. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm a huge MST3K fan. So there's definitely MST3K movies that I would love to do, but for the most part, they're like too niche. Our episodes do better usually when people, when more people know the movie. So anyway, uh, thank you. Uh, there's a, wait, there's a PS. Oh, PS. Okay. Go there's for a it. PS. Oh, and also I had a Sandra Bullock comment. Uh, I'll do the PS first. Okay. PS, here's some random movies I love that I think would be fun to see you guys do. Oh my God, I was just talking about this movie the other day too, Holes. Mm-hmm. We could do Holes. That would be, how would we even run that? It would be like a... Well, we're not allowed to do Human Centipede, so I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, holes, The Incredibles, which we've talked about running. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, which we've talked about running. And here's a massive one, Chronicles of Narnia. Boy, that's, you know, that's a big uh, one. Like, okay, when you say this, do you mean Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, or do you mean the entire seven Well, we would do Lion's, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, uh, and then see where it goes, you know, like always. Yeah, but it's not the first. Caspian is the first. Oh, well, yeah. Yes, you're right. I would definitely start with Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and only do stuff chronologically after it. After it? If so it we would assume up. that everything had happened had happened yeah. up until that yeah, point. Yeah, well, I just, from like... From a movie lens, you have have to do it that way that's why i don't really like the chronicles of narnia or i don't let like in terms of other fantasy epics that we might one day do and i don't think it's a spoiler to be like you know lord of the rings or like harry right. potter like the sort of epics right. that are done and then had extremely successful or star wars even you know like epics that were done and are completely sort of like have a cinematic equivalent that is done and was very popular the chronicles of narnia right. don't really have that so if we were approaching well, they it, had the tilda swinton um What's his name? Yeah, they had uh, big movies. I mean, they're not. A, no, but they didn't finish not the series. They didn't. Beloved. Yeah. There was never like a last battle movie, which, you know, would be right. fucking there sick is. if they. There actually is. Oh, really? it, in like, it's a PBS special from like, oh God, like 1989 or maybe early <laughs> 90s. Um, they did uh, Prince Caspian, Silver Chair, uh, Last Battle, and Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And it, they're the weirdest. Wow. Did you ever see Through the Looking Glass, the one with the dragon and Alice in Wonderland? No. Mm, I don't no. think so. Um, oh, my God, you guys. What was I watching as a little kid? This might explain why I am the way I am. Um, <laughs> I will find this and send it to you. They are incredible. Uh, just very, very strange, kind of Tim Burton-y, but also... Um, Pan's Labyrinthy Ooh. kind of movies. Ooh, They're very good. That's what we them. can do. I, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I don't want to spend, I mean, this is a great email and obviously we have a lot to talk about, but I'm just going to, right. I'm going to cut myself off with this last comment, which is <laughs> of that list, I think that I'm most partial to the Incredibles, which like, 
like mm-hmm. despite kind of our like a bit anxiety i think that we all have about like doing straight up superhero movies like that i don't, right. even, I don't even quite know how i feel that way but that's true but like the incredibles i think is tight enough that you could really make it work and have a lot of fun with it and i think chronicles of narnia is also like a fascinating concept it would just be you need a good gimmick to be like all right the lion witch in the wardrobe movie is canon and we're basing everything on but then we're just going to like tell an epic story that could go depending on how that movie goes you know similar to what we do with a lot of movies where it's like the sequels aren't canon these are now sequels to our line which in the wardrobe movie yeah but yeah that's, that's the way we would you know, do yeah. it yeah but well we it, did that with uh we did that with um wizard of oz no, kind of we, we took the whole backstory and i think wizard yeah wizard well of oz wizard of oz, is... wizard of oz wizard of oz i was much more mixing and matching the, the movie the movie really disagrees with the books in a lot of ways and i was taking right. the yeah. movie as canon and then just picking and choosing lore as i wanted i wasn't really filling whereas for instance if we ever did lord of the rings those agree a lot more and i could and Oof. and i'm i'm much more knowledgeable of lord of the rings lore so i could really bring the lore in pretty much all is just straight up canon without violating the movie right right yeah all right oh sandra bullock really quick oh, i yeah, think she's sandra way bullock. ahead of her time i uh, okay so i was watching the proposal right okay. um and I was like, this this woman, she kind of like knocked down the barriers of having to be the like put together cute girl that's like trying to find the guy and just can't do it. And she's embraced her inner weirdness. And she does so in the proposal in a really wonderful way. And like I was watching Practical Magic and watching it there, too. Like she makes funny faces. Yeah. And it's such a small thing. But she makes funny faces, which is something that women just didn't do. They had like really pretty faces and they were pretty expressionless in most of the 80s movies. Like you were kind of there as set dressing. But Sandra Bullock is actually like wrinkling her face in weird ways. And watching this heroine do that, I was like, I don't think women of today, and I say that as an inclusive group with an X, I don't think that women of today are quite recognizing of how much Sandra took little moments and just did things that that weren't in the purveyance of what a, a female character lead could do. And I, I feel like because you were saying that like the story didn't support her and her character. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like she was I just I this is a very long way of saying I think she's ahead of her time. And I have such respect and such reverence for her bravery in depicting somebody who was not gorgeous and put together at all times and just had bad luck. She's a, yeah. she's a I mean, she is pretty gorgeous. She she's, is she she's is. always gorgeous. She's, she's a, absolutely gorgeous. But she's but she doesn't do the like status thing with her face where she's. Like, I'm mm. trying to think of an actress that does it a lot. Um, Hathaway, maybe? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, Hathaway kind of does it. I mean, she's, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's part of, like, why the Hatha haters, I think, jumped on that bandwagon so readily. <laughs> is that, like, that just rolls off yeah. the tongue. It's like, you know. You well, for the... but also because, like, I think that there's a sense of poise and polish that, like, mm. she started to do less of cover. Like, the, you're seeing more and more of her. But, like, I think that's why she played in The Princess Diaries, sure. this woman who gets a makeover and thus has all this poise. Sure. Whereas, like, I think Sandra... Sandra has the ability to to be in a miniskirt, high heels, and fall down out of the camera, and then step back up, flip her hair back, and like still like pull it off in a really weird mixture that has led to the steps beyond that, where we get to Lady Bird, or where we get to you know like these. I agree. 100%. I just, it was something I, I've noticed. I, it's a, I'm workshopping the theory, but no. I think there's something there. Well, I think, I, I, like think she's, I think she's like Hall of Fame, like for the reasons you're describing rom-com in a way where it's like there are few that can kind of, you know, there's like a lot of like the Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks stuff. Because I think Meg Ryan has not a similar energy, but a similar yeah. kind of like expression range, you know, and her best stuff. Yep. And I'm not like a huge yep. rom-com aficionado. Issa Rae just like, did it. But the one where uh, the, I just want to say this about Bullock. Um, God, I'm going to blank on the name, but I think it's uh, it could happen to you the one where it's like 
Peter Gallagher gets amnesia. Oh. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, sh- uh, that's such an interesting... Oh, yes, I remember that movie. It's such an odd movie that I think very few people could kind right. of pull off. And I think that, like, there, it, it weirdly who she reminds me of, especially when he did the few romantic comedies he did, like Moonstruck. She's almost like the female Nicolas Cage in the sense of, like, you, yes. you're, like you're, you're very good looking. You're making all kind of... You're making weird choices all over the place that are working. And, like, you are kind of carrying this kind... Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right, Joss. I think she's got a unique presence... And like, yeah, should do more like gra- Like she was really good in like Gravity and stuff, but like her real wheelhouse, mm. I think, is is romantic comedy stuff. I think for sure, and like one, yeah. of, one of the best, and, like, one quirky. of the best to do it. One of the best to do it for sure. But not, but not cute quirky, like actual quirky, right. actual real person quirky. Yeah, I, I agree, hundred percent. And I hear she's still waiting for the bus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's true. The bus, the bus named named ten minute Sandra Bullock appreciation has finally arrived on the film roll. You know, I for for a while I was actually rolling to see uh, when um, he would get out of jail and we could do Speed Two. Eventually, the the schedule became a little bit too outside of my control that I could just slip yeah. stuff in when it happened. Um, but uh, we will eventually get to Speed too because i do want to do that he's on parole he's like i just can't do anything to your vehicles it's in the terms of the parole and like like, (laughs) it's another really short movie it's like 30 minutes he's just like i'm not gonna do it oh my god (laughs) and the bus still doesn't get there all right andy will you 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 know one last thing you know who's a modern who's a modern version of this is Issa Rae in lovebirds that's another one okay Walking that same line. Sorry. Now we can move forward. All right. Andy, will you please read the next email? Yes. In this email, Robert Boyd writes, Hey, y'all. My roommate recently got me into your podcast, and I'm absolutely in love with the show. I've gone through and listened to the re-rolls of the movies I've seen. I enjoyed all of them. Frozen was a great introduction with Peter's feelings about Disney rules, trademark, and Jaws's absolutely anti-dexterous glory as Anna. Hollow's extrapolation of the world in Wizard of Oz was thoroughly engaging, and I loved Andy and John's side quest type thing with the witch in the hut. That was Peter, but I love that mistake because it will make Peter upset. Um, the uh, successes in Jumanji 69 were astonishing, and I kind of want to try the drink Sarah created just so I can say I tried it. The whole trio and oh brother where art thou was phenomenal good job remainder of the trio that I'm on this call with oh, that was, yeah uh, that was so fun E.T. had me absolutely cracking up especially when the berries did their thing and then the moon got blown up uh, I was <laughs> I was thrilled to hear Jaws's portrayal of Kevin because by this point I had figured out her style. I'm a big fan of chaos and destruction <laughs> in RPGs myself, and I knew Jaws would wreak havoc. It was made so much mm-hmm. better with the addition of Peter and Paolo's performances as Harry and Marv. Peter's oh my God, yes. K2SO had me in stitches. Are you welcome? Yes. Jurassic Park was thrilling, and I was so amazed with Gennaro's luck. Until the end, that is. Peter doing both Gennaro and Muldoon was fantastic, and Scott's Ian Malcolm was hilarious. It certainly was. Yes. Weekend at Bernie's was one hell of a wild ride. Uh, <laughs> Period. I, I agree. I agree. That is funny. It's like uh, he's like trying to praise everything he's listened to, and that one he's just like, I don't know what to say about that, but it, it did something. I love it. Uh, I love it. Aladdin took such a string of twists and turns, and I had a lot of feels towards the end when Paolo sang the adapted version of a whole new world which was a lovely moment for sure jaws's pikachu and carolyn's missy were absolutely spot on i totally agree <gasps> thank they you they seemed and sounded just like the actual <laughs> characters from the show yes i was, I was obsessed with that pikachu <laughs> Again, another kind of damning with faint phrase one that I appreciate. I was very impressed by how Pirates of the Caribbean still managed to roughly end in the right place. 
I was I was managed that we managed. I was impressed that we managed to steer that ship anywhere. That's for sure. I can't believe that went anywhere. Uh, Roger and oh, Diane man. were my favorite parts of Princess Bride. <laughs> Lane absolutely rocked on that one. Those two characters. Yes. yes, absolutely. And I need to know more about Toy Story. I want that sequel so much. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, on you, wow. Jess. Yeah, I forgot that that's... A, it'll uh, happen. It'll happen. We have a lot of you sponsoring, which thank you, but it'll happen. Uh, but now I'm out of the ones where I've seen the movie, so I'm going back through from the beginning to listen to the rest. I plan to watch each movie after listening to the re-roll. After. I'm starting mm. back at the beginning with Back to the Future 2. Well, that uh, one stayed pretty pretty close to the movie, I think, right? That one was pretty, <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty close. It'll give you a pretty good twist. sense. Yeah, nothing happened that didn't happen. Nothing, you know, nothing happened that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> just pretty much a straight reading yeah, of the yeah. original movie. Yeah, I might as well just... I was, I mean, a line that, reading. I'm surprised they didn't come after you for copyright infringement. I mean, it was pretty much the same. Uh, <laughs> a cease and desist, or I'll tase him again. Robert concludes, you have all been so wonderful to listen to, and I want to thank you so much for helping me smile and laugh my ass off during the plague. You are all great. And I'm so glad to be a fan. Sincerely, Robert, they, them. Uh, th- thanks, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, and, uh, Robert. Yeah, it, 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 I really appreciate that. Um, that was, uh, yeah, that was great. I really, I really enjoyed uh, their their uh, mission to say something nice about everything they've seen so far. Uh, so that was that was nice. Andy, Andy, I have a question about because they brought up Old Brother, Where Art Thou? And I'm, I have a question about like because I was just listening to that again because I was, I was recommending it to a friend, and you your brain is moving so fast in that <laughs> piece. like i cannot believe like were you do you get nervous about what you're going to say next or do you just talk and are pleasantly surprised by what comes out i mean i'd say for almost any other character and experience i've had on this show i'd say the latter for the most part but everett was so because that's such a part of the character in the movie that it was actually uh it felt like there was kind of a, a necessary it felt very tight to me and not in a bad way. Like I, yeah. I, I am very happy and proud of that performance, but like if more so than I think any other show I've or any other episode I've done, it felt like, uh, it felt like the kind of thing that, you know, I wouldn't have any more fun doing it. Like, in an altered, you know, like drinking or something. It was weird because like it, it felt simultaneously very, you know, like improv heavy, obviously, but it also felt very much like a job more than other ones did. And that's not to say that I had a lot of, that I didn't have a lot of fun because it was still like delightful, but like that was just, ugh, that was a lot. So, I, but again, it but, was but like, oddly to answer your question, I don't think it had anything, like it didn't mean that I thought about anything any more or less than I normally do. It just felt more uh, focused in that way, I guess. Yeah, sure. as someone as someone who's in general like bedazzled by the speed of your wit, Andy. Yeah, like that was just you going the whole time, and I was I remember I was sitting at the table. I was like, "This is incredible!" I like I'm part I, of the show. I should be par- participating, but just I know. watching you go was just so much fun. Oh, that's very sweet. Just Thank you. Virtuosic. It was virtuosic freneticism. Oh. <laughs> And we still didn't win. We lost, we lost bad because the dice, st- yeah. the dice, the performances yeah. can be as yeah. good or bad as they want to be. The dice have the final say, which is what I love. Uh, yeah. And also, you're John, just not going to get out alive. John, as a DM, of course, more so I think than the rest of us, it, it <laughs> yeah. actively enjoys screwing people over. I think, which is a totally. Which is I told you he's jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was that was challenging as well. There was not a lot of leeway. You want to play a game? Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's our new tagline. Whenever John, whenever John, uh, whenever John, you want to play a game? I call it Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> oh no, a tight spot. All right. Um, Another email. Amber Hill writes, Hey, film re-roll. 
My boyfriend played me part one of your Friday the 13th re-roll, and from the first 15 minutes, I knew I was hooked. Uh, I went back to listen to your podcast in order in my free time, and I absolutely adore it. But you see, my free time is very limited nowadays. I am a brand new seventh grade teacher this year. Congratulations. Beware. Gosh, congrats and good luck. I was freaking out trying to think of a fun way to get kids interested in their social studies course, which covers areas from China to Africa to Mesoamerica and beyond, when I happened upon your Bill and Ted's excellent adventure re-roll. Paolo, I owe you big time. I ended up playing on your website and putting in different phone numbers and seeing where my friends' numbers would send Bill and Ted. Then it hit me. This would be totally excellent to do in my class. So I developed an activity and a worksheet for my kids to figure out where they're sending Bill and Ted, and then do a mini research presentation on the excellent adventure that they would be having. School starts Thursday, and I think it's going to be a big hit. Thank you for your creativity and for inspiring my own. Uh, P.S. This totally qualifies you as an educational podcast. <laughs> Pine cones and education. Um, all my love and adoration, soon to be Miss Hill. All right, we're going to play this. We're going to do it. We don't even know how this worked out. If you're listening, tell us how it went. Well, yeah. Yeah, but it, or, or, sorry, this is something that just surprised me. I'm sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yes, please tell us how it went. But also, Paolo sent around uh, as part of this mailbag to uh, me and Josh. I just saw this. And I didn't realize that uh, Miss Hill sent the actual worksheet, which is extremely exciting. Yes. This is amazing. So I'm gonna. All right, we're gonna we're gonna play this worksheet. So uh, okay. give me uh, a number, seven or eight digits. Go. Uh, Jaws, let's just all Five, eight. Seven. Two. Four. Nine. Four. Three. One. One. Wait. That was too many digits. All right. I stopped at the first one, so we got eight digits. Okay, okay cool. And that's so five seven two four nine four three one sends us to Ooh, this is a good one. Wow. December second, two fifty four BC, mm. Macedonia. Or Macedonia Ooh. for you pedants out there. Hmm. <laughs> So pedants. Tell us why that's a good one, Paolo, because I don't I don't think some of our listeners know. <laughs> I know, of course. I know exactly what was going on was in it? that part of the world that I definitely know where it is. <laughs> Wasn't there a war happening? I mean, Alexander the Great would have been later. I don't know what's going on over He there. would have been earlier, so he oh. would have been earlier. dead. He died in, uh, let me see, Alexander the Great died. Um... He died in 323 BC. So this is about okay. 70 years after Alexander the Great. Um, the the years of turmoil after the death of Alexander the Great and the dissolution of his empire are incredibly fascinating. It's just like the most, it should be an HBO Max show, you know, like backstabby, like craziness. Or and HBO, then we're about or HBO Mace for your pedants out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, what language do they speak there? I'm doing the worksheet now. Um, I th- uh, so Macedonian, it's not totally known if it was... Ancient Greek or a form of it? Yeah, well, I think they would have spoken Attic Greek. Ma- Macedonian was a language in its own, and I don't think people know for sure how close it was to the other ancient Greeks. Like, we don't have a lot of record of it, but I think by 70 years after Alexander the Great's death, they pretty much, I think, just speak Attic Greek there. Not sure yeah. on that one. Um, who like might Bill and Ted meet? Any major Greek. historical figures? Well, I mean, a f- freaking lot, but not not probably in Macedonia. At this point, it's lost its centrality. Probably a few people pretending uh, they're Alexander the Great. It's like, no, I didn't die. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're <laughs> like Elvis. They're stuff. like, no, I've yeah, right. been in Graceland. Alexander the still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I love this, and there's other questions. I'm not going to go through them all because because uh, I think this is get, this premise is getting tiresome for our show. Uh, but I love that. Thank you. Um, thank you so much, Amber. I uh, hope your students are enjoying it. All right. Thank you so much to everyone who wrote in. Sorry, we don't, we don't get a chance to get through nearly all the emails you guys send, but I love reading them. Just just now before we prep this, I was going through and reading emails, and, and it always makes my heart sing. So y'all are, are wonderful to write to us. Uh, yeah, thank you. And we will be back in just a... Um, short while. In just a short while with more uh, Halloween 3. And Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Year, Everybody have a good one! Have a good year! Quick plugs around the room. Jaws. Um, Just as always, working on the new Reroll project and uh, a couple of others that I can't mention at the moment. But when they are ready, I will drop notices on both JawsVam at Instagram and at the Real JawsVam on Twitter. And uh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, spooky style. Spooky yeah, Valentine's Day. Far in the future. <laughs> future I, I don't think i have anything to plug by the time this comes out so i'm just gonna say paulo kiros on and, twitter uh, if anything's happening you'll find out there film reroll on twitter follow us there we're a good time um we've had uh, we had uh, just today when we recorded dropped a really cool fan art i really loved it film reroll on patreon all of you I salute you. You have made this show possible. We could not do it without you. And to all the other forums um, where uh, film reroll discussion is had, uh, I love them when people forward to me uh, ideas and discussion and and plot theories on the forums. Uh, <laughs> Those they're are great. always amazing. Those are uh, great. Usually pretty accurate, sometimes way off, but eh, you guys are all pretty, uh, pretty good at um, picking up on the tiny details that I uh, try and leave in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it for t- for us tonight. We we love you all. Uh, have a happy happy new year. Be safe. And um, we will be back with more Halloween three so so soon. Good night. Good night, guys. Good night. Woo. The the detective's name is um. One second. Giuseppe Joe. His name is one second. Yeah. Yeah. His name Super. is second. Officer <laughs> Officer Second Rate Detective uh, 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 Patreon Supporter 396962. Uh, the detective's name is I had a note here. <laughs> <laughs> so his name is one second. I had a note here. Is that a family name or he's been, is it he's a been Greek. It's Greek. He's been dying know, to bring yeah. he's been dying to bring this detective in for a fucking note. you know one for second. A, I had a note episodes. here. He had a no hooray. 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 That guy's great. He had a no There we go. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Chas. You're welcome. <laughs> My Greek's a little rusty. Oh. So, uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> it's all Greek to me. <laughs> Mine's not existent, man. I don't know. I don't know why I even said Greek in the first place. <laughs>